Oh, come on, Audrey. I look like hell. I got bags under my eyes. What's that? Well, if you were a man, I would punch you. I'd punch you right in the mouth. That's Bush. Bush League. Episode 72. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to A Half Hour Wasted, bringing joy to 14 people weekly. And now, here are your hosts, Brad Milo and Frank A. Rincon. And that's how you can save money making your own cold cuts. It's that simple. Do you have a machine? Yeah, it's, it, you know, it, it's, a, it's a family recipe, but it's... Um, you know, it's a good way to save money. You know, the way things are. You know, things are a little tough all over, but you know. Gas prices. Gas prices and stuff. Comic prices going up. Comic prices. Well, there's only one way to save money, Brad. How do you save money with comics? Well, you go to discount uh, comic book services, who's a proud sponsor of this show. I'm looking for this. Discount comic book service. There we go. Crystal. Are we ever? About time we, Crystal starts pulling her weight. Discount comic book service. Are she we? Does, she's got an easy job. Episode seventy, whatever. <laughs> um, discount comic book service. Do you think that? Um, do you think we're ever going to fess up to to why we have Crystal doing that? Uh, f- the first time we did our our sponsorship. Yeah, I'm, maybe we should because I'm going to play voicemail later, uh-huh. where the person. Basically, does a sponsorship for us, uh-huh. and he refers to it the wrong way. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when we first started doing the the discount comic book service uh, sponsorships, when we the first time you guys heard it, you actually never heard Frank or me or Bill say it. All you heard was Crystal saying discount comic book service, and the reason is because we are idiots. Yes, and we kept referring to it as. What direct direct comic book service? <laughs> so I had to go back in that episode, and every time uh, one of us would say it, I'd put this in discount it, comic book service, and it flowed naturally. It, it sounded did. good, and it sounded like something we meant to do. Yeah, but we were just excited to be sponsored by discount comic book service. And you should be excited about going there too, because you can save lots of money and get lots more comics. Um, <clears throat> I probably would have had to severely. Maybe even altogether, just cut out buying comics mm-hmm. at all had it not been for discount really? comic book service. And I'll tell you why: because before I got discount comic book service, I went to the store. Yeah, right. Well, it's hard to buy one book mm-hmm. when you go to the store because I see them all in front of me. Well, here discount comic book service, I can be selective. I'm not tempted. Yeah. Although on the other hand, with all the money I'm saving. I'm also tempted to add more <laughs> to my order, so it's a lose-lose lose either you, you way. Can, you can broaden your horizons, Brad. Yeah, and I've actually, through Discount Comic Book Service, I've actually tried new things, mm-hmm. new like indie stuff and maybe some DC stuff that I wasn't real familiar with, and it's a, it's a good way to experiment. Yeah. And I like it. Good. A lot. Well, let's uh, let's talk about just voicemails and emails. 
Yeah, we got, we got tons. Now, I don't have any emails, so I guess you're going to have to be the email reader. Unless you want to give me the internet, then I can pull it up. But uh, That's a good idea. I've starred a couple. Okay. Uh, play some the, voicemails first. Gmail. And then I'll... I starred some Gmails for you to... Okay. For us to spotlight. Let's see. Um, we got a couple of strange voicemails. And uh, I think I know who they are. And this person left two of them, and they're very similar. I don't know if they're any different maybe he mm-hmm. redid it because he made a mistake the first time you'll you'll know what i'm talking about when you hear this ni hao wo jiao zhen ha lao wo shi huan half hour wasted ni hao ma wo kai xing ren kang shen shen shi hen hao dan shi mai lo shen shen zhen shi ge er bai wu jun bob kim shi mei guo ren zai jian so I heard Rincon, Milo, Jimbomb, yeah. Kim, and Half Hour Wasted. Yes. That's Harold Jeanette. <laughs> and doesn't his wife speak a foreign language? I'm trying to I mean, remember. I, to- I totally could be like really talking out of my rear end, but I'm pretty sure that his wife speaks a foreign language. Here's the second one. He called back and left this one. Ni hao. Wa shi huan half hour wasted. Wa jiao jian ha lao. Ni hao ma. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't have my translate like uh, like in the Iron Man movie, Pepper Potts used the translate function. Oh, yeah, which is a great... No, I don't have it. So, Harold, I hope that wasn't uh, a mean voice, man. <laughs> So maybe, maybe some, you could translate for us on, yeah. the, on the web or, or even send us back a real voicemail um, yeah. saying something Okay, would explain that, maybe, um, perhaps. Tell you what, let me read a, a, an email here. This is okay. from Sean Pryor. Yes. From uh, He Does PKD That. PKD Media. Yeah, which we got it wrong, I think, that one time. PDKmedia.com. We, yeah, we, we called it PDK. It's PKD, right? PKD, Yes. And let's see what he has to say. Let me open up this window here. That's not the right one. This is the right one. Brad and Frank, I hope this email finds you well today. Uh, I have been in the PDK Media Cave slaving away writing these books of mine. And you I just have said PDK. Is it PKD? PKD. Sorry, Sean. Bobo. <laughs> Maybe you could put the crystal's voice underneath that. Uh, I have PKD been in the PKD Media. Media Cave slaving away writing these books of mine. I have already completed writing the first arc of Mercury and the Murd, issues one through four. And issues two through three will be available at the Super Show. My other book, Expo One, issue one, may be out in September, but, uh, but may have to be pushed back. The main reason I'm writing, um, the main reason I'm writing to both to both of you is that I'm writing a second arc of Murd and uh, Mercury and the Murd, and in this arc we'll have guest appearances from my favorite podcasters. <gasps> I would like to put the two of you in this arc. It may be a for a pen or for a couple pages. The two of you may be FBI agents, bad guys, or pilots. I'm not sure. Awesome. Yet. Anyway, I'd uh, anyway I'd be honored to have you two show up in the book. So let me know. Take it easy. Sean, a.k.a. Optimus Black 2007 for pkdmedia.com. We told him in the email. We each wrote to him. Oh, he said, heck yeah. Heck yeah. Sent him some good pictures of me and you for uh-huh. reference. And he wrote back later and he kind of explained where we might show up. 
that is awesome. I'm glad to have you guys in the book. Uh, this is going to be a blast to do. I'll start heavily plotting the issues tomorrow. Uh, by then, I should have what roles you'll play in the book. Thanks again. I do appreciate appreciate, and I'll be hitting you guys up for reference soon. Peace and good time. This is a big deal. It's a very big deal. <laughs> That's awesome. We're going to be in uh, in two different comics. With Murd. Well, we're going to be in one with Murd. And, and the Mimes. And Mimes. Yes. Mobile initiative for muting evil syndicates. <laughs> which that's Harold Jeanette and, um, and Radio Wayne Cordova. Wayne, Wayne Cordova. Which thank you guys, too. Yeah, uh, we we got to have them on as soon as, the, uh, as soon as they're ready to. Then he, he goes on and he writes something else. He talks about how he's going to put together like a, a, a handbook, a Mercury and the Murd oh, yeah. handbook. Find that next one. Let's see. Well, tell you what, play voicemail while I look it up. Okay. I closed the window. Hello, Brad and Frank. It is Ashley. <laughs> six fifty three ish. About yeah, six fifty three ish. Tuesday night. Um, today is May thirteenth. Because I know you won't play this until I don't know May thirteenth of two thousand nine. Um, I'm sitting at my desk doing homework. Really bored. Don't feel like doing homework, so I'm procrastinating. I always do. Um, yeah, I don't. I think you're probably tired of listening to my voice, so I'll hang up. Okay, bye. Boring. <laughs> she she hates doing homework. I can imagine. Brad, I can't find that baby. one. Oh, he goes on to say something like how he's gonna put together a handbook mm-hmm. uh, of like all the characters and that you and I will have bios. Our characters will have bios in that and that issues one, two, and three one's available now Mm -hmm. of Mercury and the Murd issues two and three and the handbook and issue one will all be available at the CGS super show. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, that's pretty cool. PKD media. That's really cool. That is cool. Thank you so much. I mean, we're in like two different comic books. I know three. If you count flash, Possibly oh, four right. if if there is a if Easter we are egg in JLA. JLA, which I can't find. Yeah. Here, do you need the internet? No. Okay. Um, Plus another voicemail. Okay. <laughs> I have that allergy cough coming back mm. again. So irritating. Uh, this one's from Forrest. Hi, Brad and Frank. This is uh, Forrest giving you a call back. I finally remembered what it was I needed to ask you. It had a question about your particular careers. Um, I'm looking to record some audio off a DVD, and what I want to do is uh, record some stuff off the Muppet Show DVDs to MP3 so I can listen to it in the car. And I thought you guys might have a good uh, tool or something you can recommend. So that was the one thing, and in a geek-related... I'm pause it. And you have, you've actually done this with Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah. I, in fact, I used this program called Audacity, which up until very recently has been flawless. For some reason, I think I have an issue with my computer that I have yet to discover. But um, you can find it on the web, Audacity. It's a free program. I think it's SoundForge. Yeah. That, if you search SoundForge right and Audacity, you can find the website. Um, it's a It's a free program. Um, in fact, when Frank and I first started our show, you know, up until recently, when we started we started recording our shows to the iRiver, but before that, we would use Audacity to record our our uh, the audio for our podcast. So 
I recommend Audacity. I think it's a good program. It works. In fact, we use it at work to record phone calls um, when we do interviews with people. It works great. And the URL is audacity.soundforge.net. Yeah, very easy to use and very free. So that's always good. Yes. Yeah, in fact, I, I took my Aquatine Hunger Force DVDs and I played them on my computer while at the same time recording the audio using Audacity so I can listen to them in the car. So, and uh, you know, Forrest, maybe you could email Brad, and uh, and he could he could probably walk you through the steps. And we have new emails too. Yes. We should talk about that. Yes, we have. We I put a, for, a post on the forum about these email addresses that have since I've discouraged the use of because mm-hmm. we got even better email addresses. Yeah. And thanks for doing that, Brad. You did all the footwork on it. Well, you're welcome. You can you guys can email us obviously uh, uh, still at. Halfhourwasted at gmail dot com. That's the best place to get us something for both of us. But if you want to send us a personal note or something that you don't want the other person to know about, like if you want to surprise send us. Frank, you know, uh, an email about my birthday coming up June the tenth. You know, the way to do that would oh, be okay. to send him an email at frank at halfhourwasted dot com. Or if you want to, you know, complain about Frank to me and you don't want him to to know about it. You can send me an email at brad at halfhourwasted.com. Or if you're a lovely lady who wants to talk to me, Frank, <laughs> frank at halfhourwasted.com. Hey, pretty lady. How Outrageous. So we, June 10th is your birthday? Yeah, June Didn't the 10th. Didn't have that mark. Our emails, sep- our names at halfhourwasted.com. Brand new emails. And Thank you for to, doing that, Brad. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, here's the rest of Forrest's uh, voicemail question comment about the return of the jedi episode somebody had mentioned why luke didn't just pull the lightsaber out and start slashing when jabba refused him and well it's you know for one thing he didn't have the lightsaber and i always kind of assumed that jabba had some kind of weapons detector or something you're right he didn't have it because r2 had it it was in r2's head like that so you know nobody could bring a weapon in but uh, Obviously, Jabba doesn't have a weapons detector, or Leia would not have been able to bring the thermal detonator in. That's true. Uh, that was uh, my little feedback, and again, you guys are got a great show, and I uh, hope to hear some more episodes soon. Thanks. Thank you, Forrest. Thanks, Forrest. Run, Forrest. But he's never heard that. No, but he hasn't. Sorry, that was unoriginal, but I like saying it. Run, Forrest! <laughs> oh, Flash is scared. I didn't mean to scare you. Did he just poop? No. Because sometimes when I get scared, I poop uncontrollably. I, you, you really need to go to a doctor, Brad. <laughs> I mean, that's a guy I'll never go to a scary movie with you because I don't know how that'll turn out. Gnarly. Ooh, that was too loud. Brother, play us another voicemail. Okay. Uh, how about this one from Donnie? We heard him last episode. Oh, yeah. Brad, Frank, hey, what's up? Donnie Salvo here. What's going on? Hey, uh, hey, Brad, next time you, uh, you Google a guy, why don't you buy him dinner first, you Googler? <laughs> and, uh, Frank, I gotta tell you, I have had a grandmother that lived to be 103 years old, and I've never heard her say she was a Buster Keaton fan. <laughs> Holy moly. I never even knew people watch those anymore. Remember you were talking about yeah. that Buster Keaton movie? Yeah. Oh, I got something to add to that, too. 
that's awesome. It makes me feel a little noirish. <laughs> like, yeah, see, kid, next time you come to the East, the East Coast, we're going to go down and uh, go see one of those moving picture shows. I heard next year they might even have talkies. <laughs> And then after that, we'll get a couple of dames and do the Watusi <laughs> down at a speakeasy, see? <laughs> well, anyway, that's not what I called. Oh. I called in, uh, I, I, was, I know you guys are following Secret Evasion. Issue 2 came out. Uh, there's been a lot of, like, so-so reviews on it. I personally think it's a setup issue for all the crossovers. Like, if you want to see what happens in, in, to the Baxter building, you've got to buy the Fantastic Four crossover miniseries. If the young, are the Young Avengers going to be able to hold off the Super Scrolls? Now you're going to buy the Young Avengers uh, Runaways miniseries. And the thing with event books, it's like you you want to follow this awesome story, but then... You know, if you want to find out what happens at this part, you got to buy these. you got to buy this. you got to buy that. And Marvel's, like, going Secret Evasion crazy. There's, like, six different storylines following this one book. And the thing I'm getting sick of as a comic collector for a long time is, why can't you just make a solid, just a book that tells a story from all angles? You know what I mean? I mean, these things are like four bucks a piece times eight. The average reader is spending. Isn't that enough money Marvel's getting? It's just, I don't know. I mean, not that I'm Marvel bashing, but after what they did to Spider-Man and now with all these crossovers, i tell you the truth, I am getting a little sick of it. Uh, I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. I'm going to pause it because I know what he talks about here in a second. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I agree. With Donnie um, about the crossovers, and you can say the very same thing about DC. So let's let's not pick on Marvel because DC's got like with Final Crisis coming up, they've got like five or six you know mm -hmm. miniseries coming out. But I just think that's the way miniseries are done these these days. Yeah, you know, it's, unfortunately, it's a big marketing deal. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you, we we can't forget at the end of the day. The, these companies are want to make money, and and you know they pump out a product that that people want. And and comic book readers are are somewhat you know they're collectors, and and they will get everything, or a, a lot of them will. So in, in the end, it's, it's it's just a business, and and you know, and and they do want to tell a good story, but they also want to make a lot of money. And you know, if there can be ancillary stuff to it great i mean you know movies do it with toys and and you know soundtracks and stuff i mean th those are essentially spinoffs of movies in a sense you know i think the term company-wide crossover means something different now than mm -hmm. it did 10 years ago you yeah. um it literally is company-wide with mm -hmm. these with um secret evasion and, and civil war and infinite crisis and now final crisis and it involves everything you can't get the whole story from the miniseries itself. And th th that's unfortunate, but I understand, like you said, it's a money-making deal. You know, J Jamie D on Comic Geek Speak said, said something, or, or his observation on Secret Invasion, which I, I thought was really good. I was like, you know what, he's just going to get the titles he always gets. And, and if that enhances the Secret Invasion story, 
great. If it, he's not going to go out of his way to get extra titles. And you know what? I think I think that's that's a great way to look at it. You know, unless it's something you're totally digging, you know, you then you can go to your local comic shop and pick up something that you know someone says you got to get. Um, but you know, just just get the titles you want. You always do, and you know, you know the holes will be filled in. You know, people will tell you what happens. It's not like a movie or anything. You can go back and you can find titles if you need them. Especially on the message boards, you can go in. People are talking about it all the time what yeah. happens. I'm doing what Jamie's doing, you know. Mm-hmm. I'll, okay, with the exception of the, like, two or three issues of Ms. Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a big player in Mighty Avengers. Mm-hmm. With the exception of buying those three books, I'm only buying what I'm already buying. Good. You know, if it just happens to have a Secret Invasion crossover, great. I'm not going to go buy the X-Men Secret Invasion crossovers. No interest in that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just sticking with what I'm already reading, mm-hmm. with the exception of Ms. Marvel, because it, that was you know, something I was interested in. But I'm not, uh, not going to buy all those Final Crisis crossovers. Yeah, I'm going to mm-hmm. buy the miniseries, uh, the, the main, yeah, the miniseries, the mm-hmm. main uh, event series, and then I'll probably buy the, the Flash Rogues mm-hmm. miniseries that's outside of that. But you know, that's it. Yeah, I, I mean that's that's a smart that's a s- smart thing. To do. I mean it it it's hard because there are people with collector mentality, and I'm I I, I thank God I'm not I'm not cursed with that. <laughs> I am I am cursed with that. Yeah, and so it's it's painful for me not to buy all the ancillary miniseries mm-hmm. that are associated with it. You and, know, I'm, I'm doing it. Uh, I'm I'm learning how to deal with that. It sounds silly, but. It is kind of a pain. No, I'm, I totally, I'm dealing with the pain of not having a completed. Maybe that's a little OCD of me. Um, plus, yeah, there's a financial pain to it sure. too. And and you know, I I don't I know I'm the exception, and I I I thank my lucky stars. I envy you. I um, you got? Is there more of that voicemail? Yeah. Um. Oh, and if you're gonna play this on the air, this episode is brought to you by DCBS Direct Comic Book Services. <laughs> I myself use DCBS, and I have never had a problem. Some issues are even fifty to seventy-five percent off. Check and see what their <laughs> monthly special the specials are. All right, guys, take it easy. Thanks, Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> he did all of it for us. He did. Wow, we don't even have to close this episode out. Oh, so he 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 said. Direct. Direct, which is why we brought it up at the beginning of mm-hmm. this episode, because, you know, we said direct. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, let, me read you, an e- let me read an email. Um, uh, there's one that I think you should read, but I'm going to read this one from from Glenn uh, Fled, Fled from Sweden. Oh, from Sweden? From yeah. Sweden. Yeah. Hi, hi, guys. I know you're wondering how many listeners you have. That's a horrible Swedish accent, <laughs> and we're only poking fun at ourselves yeah. because we're idiots. Uh, I know you're you're worried about how many listeners you have. Well, here's one from Sweden. Glenn is my name. Yes, that's Glenn with two N's. I really like your show. Okay, I'm not into the comics, so I usually skip those episodes. But the rest is top notch. The side stories are especially fun, like the uh, and I think you meant to say the um, the the CPS Comic Geek Speak trip uh, you told us about in one episode or is GPS it GPS GPS. Global Positioning System. Oh, okay. More stuff like that, please. Yes. Uh, it would be really fun to hear what you guys know about Sweden on the show. It doesn't have to be long, five to ten minutes, maybe, and later on I'll correct you if necessary. Research not allowed. 
Okay. Well, I think we've already it. pretty much <laughs> talked about that. Yeah. Continue with the great show. Well, let's see. And I wrote him a quick email, but let's see. They're known for their knives. They got those great. I have a Swiss Army knife in my pocket, them. actually. Yes. They have uh, that pretty, that good cheese, the holy cheese. Uh, they have a bikini uh, team, a bikini volleyball team. Here's my knife. <laughs> it's got screwdrivers and scissors and toothpicks and tweezers. It's got an awl, even though I don't know what mm-hmm. that's for, and it's got a hook. If I need to carry something, check this out. Look at the hook. Let's see. That is a mighty <laughs> it's fine hook. It's got a hook. I don't even know what I'd need to carry. What, you, know. you could do a little rip line with that. <clears throat> I guess. But it would have, have to be very tiny. Yeah. I know nothing about Sweden. I'm globally, geographically ignorant. I am globally aware but not that's gross, Brad. Can you hear that? Brad's putting nose spray it's nose spray in saline it? nasal mist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little a little taste of Sweden in your nose uh. right there. Um let's see, what else do we know? They make cuckoo clocks? Do they? Uh yes, at least according to Orson Welles in um in the movie The Third Man. Let's see. They um I think they're neutral. Um, I, uh, I think I did mention the Swedish bikini, uh, team. Dreamy. Yes. Um, also, um, they like to wear, uh, the women like to wear fluffy dresses, uh, and the men like to wear, um, lo- uh, lo- Luderhausen, Lederhausen. Knucklehead. Loader. <laughs> and they like to wear the little hats with the little, with the little feather coming out of it. And, um... I believe the whole country is air conditioned. L O L I N H O colon parentheses. Is it over a dome? I think Sweden is domed. I think it, there is a dome. <laughs> it's one big cone of silence. Yes. I know nothing about Sweden. Glenn, thank you so much. Please correct us on that, and please feel free to let us know uh, uh, just how uh, big know. of an idiot each yes. one each one of us is. You know, that's something about America that bothers me. What's that? Is that it seems like... Our freedom? No. That's one thing I love about America. But the fact that that our English, that our, that our educational system is not probably what it should be. You know what? I was listening to... I listen to NPR a lot, and there was a whole, whole special about that. Um, about, yeah. Boring. Yeah. Anyway. Play voicemail. <laughs> okay. Thank you for that email. And yes, thank you. I guess you. that means we're officially global. Yes, Glenn, thank you so much. And I hope by our what we said since reading it that you continue listening. Even and we're we're making fun of ourselves, not you. I was um, making fun of him. <clears throat> of him? No, I'm okay. kidding. Hey, Brad and Frank Russell, heroes mask on the forum again. Uh, just finished listening to episode seventy. Another great one. I like to focus back on the comics um after the last few um great seeing you guys again at cape had a great time can't wait till next year um i want to talk a little bit about dc universe zero i too was kind of disappointed in it i think there were some cool reveals in it but it felt more like a promo piece than an actual book um, which disappointed me because i i know when they originally talked about countdown it was supposed to be 52 issues counting reverse back down to zero so it almost seemed like they had a, a point to it and then Countdown ended the way it, it did. I won't give away any spoilers, but to me it didn't really end. It just kind of stopped, um, which was really a bummer. 
But uh, when DC Universe Zero came out, I kept thinking they were going to tie up some of those threads or do something with it. And it really just seemed like all it was was, you know, just a just a promo piece for what's coming up in the year. Um, so not much, uh, not much new stuff. And I'm, I was a little disappointed with that. Um, so I, I kind of agree with your assessment uh, on DC Universe Zero. But the price doesn't really bother me that much. It was fifty cents. I got it through DCBS, so it was like thirty, thirty-five percent off. So um, you know, paid somewhere around thirty, thirty-two cents for it. So I can't really gripe too much about the price. Um, but I just wish there was more content. And I think it just kind of goes to the overall um, sentiment that everybody's been saying that um, Countdown was a little um, disjointed and and things didn't kind of end up the way they wanted it to be. So hopefully Final Crisis will fix that. But I am a little skeptical skeptical with uh, Morrison. Uh, sometimes he's spot on. Sometimes not so much. Um, I liked a lot of the DC stuff he's done so far, though, but I am an avid X-Men fan and just could not stand his run on um, new X-Men. So we shall see. Anyway, great episode, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. You know, um, um, Grant Morrison is such a polarizing figure. People either love him or they hate him. And it's and it's it's just interesting to me that, that they would use him for... Um, yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing. For Final Crisis. Why not get somebody like Jeff Johns, who's who's got a track record of pleasing mm-hmm. most people, Yeah, who's got a track record of dealing with big events uh, and handling them well. Mm-hmm. Not that Grant Morrison hasn't ever done any big events, although mm-hmm. I, I don't know if he has or hasn't. Yeah. But you're right. Why take the chance on alienating half of your audience with somebody like Grant Morrison? When it seems like every time you've had Jeff Johns do something, you really haven't alienated. Yeah. Uh, you may have alienated some, but I, I think generally speaking, Jeff Johns is more accepted by the comic reading audience mm-hmm. than Grant Morrison is. Yeah, I mean, I know for uh, a fact I'm not looking forward to reading Final Crisis. Um, I wouldn't say I'm not looking. I mean, I I gotta I gotta give it a couple. You know, I gotta I gotta read a couple for yeah. I, I mean, I will too, but, but, but um. I uh, we'll see because with Grant Morrison, I I do go hot and cold. You know, so, sometimes I do like his stuff. Sometimes I'm it's a real head scratcher for me. There we go. I don't know that I've read anything Grant Morrison's written that I've liked. Mm-hmm. I, I I may have. I don't know. You know, I don't always remember who writes what I read, but mm-hmm. the stuff I know that he's written that I've read, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thank you, Heroes Mask. Yeah, that the whole thing with with DC Zero, you you really thought that that the countdown was going to accumulate to this thing, and it, it just accumulated to this. Um, well, I think they changed their mind because didn't at one time they were didn't they, weren't they going to have like a Final Crisis Zero, which is what Countdown was counting down to, mm-hmm. and Dan DiDio had even said that Countdown was counting down to Final Crisis, mm-hmm. and I think at the time they had planned on it being a Final Crisis Zero. Mm-hmm. So what they did is they ended up changing that to DC Universe Zero, which, like Russell said, was nothing but a big promo piece for all these other miniseries coming out circling the Final Crisis mm-hmm. story. Whatever. Yeah. Um, how many more voicemails and emails do we got? I got a <clears throat> an Indiana Jones voicemail, which maybe we'll save for uh, our next review okay. episode. And then I've got Carl called. Carl? Yeah. Wait, didn't he win the Star Wars contest? He did. He oh. he talks about the books we sent him. Oh, okay. 
Mm. Hello, half hour wasted. This is Carl. Mm. <laughs> I read them books you sent to me. Mm-hmm. I read most of that one with the Oriental woman. That was Kabuki. But I didn't understand all of it. But it liked to gotten me upset a little bit. All that blood. Mm-hmm. But there's that one with that old boy who likes critters. Animal man. Mm. <laughs> I think the fella who wrote that must have been drinking. <laughs> Grant Morrison. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the other book had a fella who didn't like critters at all. Exterminators. Okay. I think if that old boy and that other old boy got together, they'd have a heck of a time of it. <laughs> on account of this fella killing critters all the time. But I reckon there's some critters it's okay not to like. <laughs> like rats. Farming. <laughs> I killed a rat one time. My heart's sitting in my shed waiting on mother to come out and give him my Bible lesson. <laughs> and I caught one of them critters eating on my biscuits. It's <laughs> mm. biscuits. So I picked up a Kaiser blade that was laying there by the screen door. Some folks call it a sling blade. I call it a Kaiser <laughs> blade. But it's just a long handle like an axe handle with a long blade on it that's shaped like kind of like a banana. Sharp on one edge and dull on the other. <laughs> It's what the highway boys used to cut down weeds and whatnot. Oh, oh they're telling me i got to get off the phone now. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye. That, that Carl is a creepy, creepy guy. Well, we, we probably should have sent him some different books because those all three of those books are pretty out there. <laughs> and somebody of Carl's intelligence you know, probably should have had like Richie Rich or something like that. <laughs> Which, by the way, I heard that's that's the next big event in Harvey Comics. Yeah, it, it, they're going to call it uh, Final Invasion, and it's all the magical elements of um, of the Harvey universe. You know, Spooky Casper and Wendy <laughs> the Witch. Uh, they're going to battle Red uh, Little Devil, Little Devil, and Little Devil. Yeah, um, it's a heaven and hell type of scenario, and and Richie Rich is the one that has to bring it all together. You ever notice all those guys you just listed? They all have the same body shape, body type. <laughs> Their head looks the same. They're just different colors. Yeah. But I can't wait for that. That's going to be great. The the Harvey Comics event of the summer. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there was an email I think you should read. I don't. Do have- I know what it is, but why don't you read it? Because it, I don't want to toot my own horn. Okay. Well, uh, uh, vamp while I get it. Because I'm not good at computers, Brad. And sometimes I close windows when I shouldn't. <laughs> that is an old chestnut. Uh, let's see. Is it... This one? Oh, here it is. Kudos to Brad. And it's from Andrew Pellerio. P-E-L-L-E-R-I-T-O. Black oh. Scarf on the forums. Brad and Frank, I'm still listening. Uh, still listening to the latest co- podcast, but I had to stop and say bravo and much man love to Brad for being a great example of a proper parent, exclamation point. I don't know a lot of parents anymore who would bother to pull their kids out of a movie, 
even if you knew uh, you'd get your money back because they decided that it was a little too violent and had some bad language in it. I haven't seen Speed Racer, but perhaps, but perhaps the this distortion of such an innocent and classic cartoon is probably the main factor that made it tank so badly in the box office. Brad, well done. Andy Pellerito, Black Scarf on the Forums. Thanks, Andy. Andy, yeah, that, that's nice. In fact, uh, Brad, yeah, bravo yeah, for, for doing that. Not a lot of people would do that. In fact, not a lot of people would sit with their kids. They would just send them in the movie and <laughs> and go hang out in their car and... and uh, smoke, smoke weed. <laughs> I was going to say smoke cigarettes. Wow. But, uh, Andy, I agree with you. Brad. Brad's a good guy. I try to be a good father and, you know, I try sometimes to Sometimes it makes hard, and sometimes it's hard decisions. Yeah, you know, I had, it wasn't really a hard decision, you know. Mm-hmm. I had discussions on the boards, uh, you know, about this. Why, why would you do that? And I respect everybody's opinion, and I'm not calling anybody out by any means. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, for me, it was the right thing to do, you know, so... Anyway, I appreciate that email, and um, thank you for that. Okay. Well, should we wrap up? Sure. Okay. Well, hey, guys, we want to thank you so much. You know, feedback means a lot to us, and, uh, you know, we try to have these shows where we read them and stuff like that. So uh, so please continue to send them to us at halfhourwasted at gmail.com, or if you want to drop uh, Brad a line, brad at halfhourwasted.com, or, Frank, or me, frank at halfhourwasted.com. And uh, you can also visit us at the comic forums. And uh, we have a MySpace, uh, Half Hour Wasted at uh, myspace.com slash Half Hour Wasted. Good and as always, please leave us voicemails. Thank you to those who are calling and leaving voicemails. Yeah, in fact, what's that number? 641 715 extension 775064 pound. Oh. And if you want to save money on your comics, investigate discount comic book service at dcbservice.com you're going to save a lot of money and you'll be glad you did you will be especially with gas prices where they are hey until next time we will see we will catch you on the uh, on the internet see in the funny pages see in the funny pages uh, I'm Frank I'm Brad and we'll catch you next time on Half Hour Wasted thanks to Limp Biscuit. <laughs>